right? Durant scared me because when Durant score, he don't say nothing. <laughs> he don't say, he ain't getting nobody excited. He ain't, he ain't trying to get LeBron pissed off or pumped up. He just score on my man and shh. Only thing he does at the end of the game, he kiss his mama, he hug his brothers. All right, I'm out. Game over. Shh. But the one thing he does, I don't know if you watched it, the first thing he does when he gets on the court is he does what? Y'all better start watching these games, bro, because you're going to need to do what these champions are doing if you're going to be a champion. The first thing he does is what with them numbers? He touched them numbers on the front. He touched them numbers on the back. Boom. And he's doing that for who? Which coach? His coach that was killed. His coach died at what age? And he wears what number? He got a Y. He got a Y. He ain't just playing for no championship. He not. You got to hear what I'm telling you. If y'all going to be great on that field, you got to have a why. You got to have a reason for why you do what you do. When, when he comes out, he ain't tripping on LeBron. He, ain't, he don't care nothing about no Dwayne Wade. All he keep thinking about is, I'm going to get one for my coach. That's why he ain't all smiling. Because why? He's not smiling because what he's trying to accomplish, he has not what? He ain't got it yet. He ain't geeked about winning no game. He's not geeked about beating San Antonio. He's not tripping because they up one game. That boy, and you ain't going to see that boy smile until he get the championship. And when he get it, he going to hold up. The problem with some of y'all, the reason why you don't give 120% every doggone time you get on the field, because you ain't got a why for what you do. You ain't got a why. I walk in the room, I can see some of y'all. I spoke to all of y'all when y'all came in for the most part. Why? Because I'm looking in your eyes. And I see some of y'all, and you ain't serious. And you think you about to go out there with the Ray Lewis's of the world? Negro, please, when Ray come out, you see the passion. Every game, you see the energy. He come out every game like, y'all follow me. Follow my lead, baby, and we're going to win this thing. What's your why? I, if, hey, if I don't give y'all nothing else, you better start that. What's your why? You know why I do what I do and I do it so passionately? Because my grandfather was a high school dropout. My father was a high school dropout. I was a high school dropout, and we about to break the cycle. I do what I do so my son won't have to go through what I went through. When I was at the football game, my old dude wasn't with me. I saw other kids with they father. I said, that'll never happen to me. I do what I do because my daughter says she's going to Harvard. It ain't even about y'all. I'm about to come in here and blaze y'all. Why? Because I'm trying to get you all the NFL. I ain't about to miss this opportunity. This is the first NFL team I've ever done in my life, and I'm about to lick it. I'm about to give everything I got, and I will know if I don't get another gig, it won't have nothing to do with the fact that I didn't put everything on the field. What's your why? Why do you wake up in the morning? Why do you put on that jersey? Why do you go out and practice? Why? You ain't got nobody. Listen to me. If, listen, okay, I want you to write this down because I'm about to get, ooh, I'm getting there. All right, all right. Slow down, E. I'm getting excited. Fellow teammates, welcome to another episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, after my freshman year in college, and for those of you who this is your first time listening in, I went to Carson Newman College in East Jefferson City, Tennessee. And I had an extremely, extremely rough experience my freshman year. 
incredibly rough. I, I went there to play for the football program, and I tore my ACL. I had a knee surgery. It was just I wasn't fitting in. I grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland, and being eight hours away from home with people I really didn't know, I just had a very, very tough time at Carson Newman College. Once that freshman season ended, I became one of the most determined. Like I was so focused. Understand, Carson Newman College was a Division II school. And coming from a high school like Good Council, I played at Good Council High School, I wanted to play Division I football. I would not have been able to let football go if I didn't play Division I football. That's just the mentality I had because of the high school I went to. All right, so once that freshman season was over, I made sure that my career did not end because of an injury. Because of uh, I, just because I got hurt and I went down my freshman year and things like that, I wasn't gonna let that happen. All right, and teammates, that brings me to the topic of today's discussion. Today's discussion is understanding the importance of your why. Know your why. Know your why. When you are locked in, when you understand what your why is, whatever decision is you want to make in life, when you understand what your why is, then the how is gonna come naturally you'll figure out the how along the way but the why the why is so important and the why can't be about just making money because everybody wants to make money the why can't just be about i just want to be a success your why has to got to be so focused so like like you have to have it in your mind this is specifically why i'm making every move Understand that the reason I decided to make Stony Brook University the place in which I transferred for transferred to was number one, it was a Division One school, right? And and being a part of the Good Council football alumni, being a part of that program, made it so. All right, I got my goal to play in Division One football. That's why Stony Brook was that place. Now, why still was all the Division One schools out there? Why was it Stony Brook? Because that was the one school that was talking to me late in my senior year. That's it. There was a, a relationship that I already had with Coach Golf, and I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I went back home. I told my parents, this is what I want to do, and I was so determined to, to be this guy who just played Division II football and towards ACL. I needed to make this happen for me, and I did it. I freaking did it, and if I, trust me, if I have that, if I can do it, so can you, all right? Just understand now, when you know your why, and you guys are going after it, and I know, I know you guys listen in every week, because you have these things, you have these goals, you have all of this ambition that you just want to relate to someone, I'm that person that's going to be able to relate to you, trust me, think life is getting really good, right? Like, listen, <laughs> a whole year is going by, we've been doing this every week, and life is just improving, 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 by the time you guys hear this one, it'll be a another huge announcement that I have for you guys, right? But because of the current situation I'm in now, it really makes me reflect back on the time when I just got into Stony Brook. All right, when I just got into Stony Brook. Now, understand that Stony Brook, the football coaches never really gave two shits about me. And I, I've said this on multiple episodes. They, can, they could have given a rat's ass if I transferred there, played there. It just, what I wasn't that high top, flight recruit that they were calling and texting every second of every day. 
I got into Stony Brook off my own academics because after my freshman year in college, I went and I enrolled at a community college, a junior college named Montgomery. The name of the school is Montgomery College. It's located in Montgomery County, Maryland, where I grew up. Got my grades right. I worked at a gym. I rehabbed my knee and I was able to get into Stony Brook on my own merit without the help of football coaches. All right. There's some pros and cons that come with that. All right. The pros are obviously what I'm doing now and my, my ability to move beyond the game and, and give the give back to the game the way I'm giving back to the game now. But the cons were I had to pay my own way out there. I didn't know where I was going to sleep. I didn't know. Listen to me. I did not. I was like when, when people say I got tossed into the real world, I got tossed into the real world. All right. I was 19, 19 going on 20. I believe I had turned 20 at this point. And I thought I had it all figured out. I thought that was basically life's biggest challenge. I got into the school of my dreams. Mom, dad, I got into the school of my dreams. And here we go. Everything's just going to work itself out, right? Now, I wanted to, I decided on my own that I was going to be out there for summer school because I was so eager to get to study work. I was so eager to get to the school of my dreams. And I decided to enroll in the summer school because I was under the assumption that I was just going to be able to play, um, to not play, but work out with the football team and, and be a part of that grind and just get to know some of my teammates and things like that. Didn't happen like that. Because the coaches didn't give a shit about me, I had to find my own place to stay. I would talk to Coach Goldfield. He was like, yeah, I'll ask around. Maybe, maybe not. It was just such a, a brush off whatever. I'm going to go focus on the, the people that we actually want here to play. <laughs> right? He was happy I got in, but it was his focus was on who, who we actually is going to contribute on the field. All right? Now, because I thought I had it all figured out, I decided to call around places that was near Stony Brook. It's in the Long Island area, looking for rooms to rent. And the first, listen, I did not do any research at all. I just decided, all right, first place I see, I'm going to call this person who has a house and he rents his room out to college graduates. And I figured everything was just going to work itself out. And I can remember before I went on that trip, my mother was telling me because my mother, she accompanied me that weekend to figure out, you know, just logistically where my son's going to stay and all that kind of stuff. She she was telling me before the trip, she goes, look, boy, did you check into the security deposit? Did you check how much he's looking for this? Did you check this? All these questions. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Maybe but whatever. <laughs> my mother was just like, look, boy, if you make me waste a trip to New York, I'm telling you, I'll bust your little ass. <laughs> It's it's fun laughing because that's exactly what happened. I made a wasted a pretty I wasn't a wasted trip because of the value and everything that you know we lived through and my mother and I have you know we've had to, we've been on some journeys as I'm sure you guys are aware of by now. But when we got to this quote unquote house that I had already created, this apartment, this place that I had already designated I was gonna be at a Stony Brook. It was the most sketchiest thing ever. Like the, the the guy who owned the house, he still had a bunch of cars. He looked like some redneck. It was just a sketchy neighborhood. And the person who is was renting the room wasn't out yet. And I was assuming that he was just gonna let me just go in and do my thing. All types of things that I didn't check on. And it just came out right at that moment. Now, once we got once my mother and I got through checking out the house. I just get in the car and I'm quiet. And I'm quiet. I'm just like, oh, God. 
good. You know, you know, you know why I felt like that too is because it's just like everything was up and down year and year. You know, I, after I just had a great senior year, I graduated from Good Counsel, which was an accomplishment in itself. I go to Carson Newman, everything's good. I'm playing college ball, my ACL tears down. And then I got to come back home, go to community college and, you know, do all the things that I, I really would have thought of as basically a stupid. That was basically what you were called. You were called stupid if you go to community college or junior college, especially coming from a prestigious high school like Good Counsel. So I, I paid my dues there. I finally get into Stony Brook and then boom, another challenge, right? You know, I just I was getting such like I told you before, I was just getting a taste of this real world thing, how you can never be too high and too low. Everything is just kind of, and I was getting it at 19, 20 years old, right? So once, once I got back in the car and I kind of gathered myself and my mother's driving and she just looks at me, she's not that vindictive. She's not going to just say, I told you so, I told you so. She's going to give me an opportunity to just take it all in and say, all right, cool. <laughs> I just asked my mother, once I was able to speak again, I asked my mother, I was like, how do we do this, man? How, how does this happen? I pretty much vented everything I just told you guys. I pretty much just said everything I said to you guys to her. Like, I'm here one year, this year, this. I mean, just what, what's going on? And she goes, look, son, you're determined. You're determined. I get it. You work hard. But you got to focus on the how. The how. The how is what you're not focusing on. The how is where you got to get yourself together. The how, the how. Everything I've heard you say you want to do, you're going to do it. You have the determination to do anything you want in this world. But you have got to figure out your how day to day. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Teammates, teammates, teammates. And, th and th that's where I want to get you to at this moment. Your how. Because I know you know your why. You would not be listening to this podcast if you didn't know your why. But that how is a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm telling you, that how is a motherfucker. Because that how, there's no controlling that how. There's no controlling that how. Your why has to be so locked in that whatever happens, happens. You have to got to have that kind of focus on your why. Your why has got to pull you through those situations like I just told you about. I, and I'll, I'll kind of finish off the story by telling you this. Here's what happened. Once we were done looking at that house, my mother, I believe we went to get gas and I went to get something at the gas station. And my mother just asked the lady about uh, if there's any hotels in the area or any motels, inns, whatever. And the lady goes and tells my mother, oh, yeah, there's this place called the Heritage Inn. Real cheap, man. You'll like it. It's, you know, you guys will be fine at the inn. Because, you know, uh, Stony Brook... Port Jefferson was the name of the town. Port Jefferson, New York is a smaller town. It didn't have big name hotels or things like that. It was kind of a small area. So an inn, like an inn was probably the best thing as opposed to driving all the way out to the city in New York and staying with my grandmother or whatever it was. So we get to the inn that night. We just go and get an inn for the a room for that weekend, right? And our mother just kind of happens to ask the lady as we're registering for the room. She goes, how much does it cost to rent out a room for a month, you know, for college students. He's, he's going to be going to Stony Brook. And the lady, go, <laughs> the lady goes about 600 a month, 600 a month. And, you know, we just kind of sit there or whatever. It was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, once we get ourselves settled in the, in the room, we go out to eat something. And I believe once I got something to eat, my mother just got a chance to think about it a little bit. She goes, look, you know, why don't you just stay in that motel right there, that inn right there? Right, it's only six hundred a month. You, you know that there's a security. There's always going to be someone there. There's 
going to be a place to cook. There's going to play this. There's all these little things that she told us, a fridge that you can have. All, all these little things you're going to have, just stay right there. <laughs> listen to me. Teammates, teammates, listen to me. I stayed in that inn for my first semester at Thirty Work. <laughs> no bullshit. That was that was my place. That was my place. My father, my mother, father. Obviously, thankful, thankful to them that they helped me out with rent. But that was the place I stayed for my freshman. Uh, that was my junior. I was a junior in the classroom. But my first semester at Stony Brook. That's where I stayed. And, and and that's what I mean when I say yo, how is gonna figure out. I just knew no no one was pushing me to be at Stony Brook. Trust me, I got my degree there and everything and. Nothing but great things, but no one was pushing me there. I just knew I wanted to be there. And the how just appeared. And, and that's the, the way I'm thinking now. And every move I've made now to this very day, I'm willing to sleep in my car. I'm willing to find a, a rest stop or rest area and sleep there until I can save up enough money to buy, buy a house. I'm willing to do those things because of that particular experience. And every last one of you got that in you, man. You got to be hungry. When you have your why, do you understand the kind of things that you can create? Do you understand the, the amount of lives you can change when you have that why in your heart? I, 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 I'll continue with the story because here's what happened. The, the, the I'm just going to warn you. I'm going to warn you about what happens when, when you know your why and you have you you have it in your mind when when you're just doing things and it just kind of shakes people all right because here, here here's and then i'll close with this story because i know i kind of got you guys a little fired up now <laughs> and i want you guys to be aware of these kinds of people here's what happened the next morning the next morning once my mother decided all right we're just gonna have this room for him to stay when he's in it when he's at stony brook and things like that once we decided on this being the place that i'm gonna stay for that first semester the next morning, right? The next morning, I believe it was the owner of the whole motel or the, the inn or whatever it was. The owner of it was this this guy who he ran the place and he took care of the maintenance. And I think, yeah, it was him and his brother that ran the place or whatever. Now, what was interesting is, you know, my mother was telling him, hey, you know, I got a, uh, my son here. He just got into Stony Brook looking for a place to stay and we're willing to pay you guys monthly for a room from the rent things of that nature yada 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 and you know the guy immediately immediately was given off this answer well we can't do this we can't do that because he didn't speak too much english or whatever it was understand that didn't stop her that didn't stop me that didn't stop us as a fan that didn't stop us as a team we found that place and we were determined enough to get him to understand that all right. So I tell you that I end with that to say this. I end with that to say this. I got you going. You know your why. You know specifically what it is you're trying to do in your life. And again, me getting to Stony Brook could be the same thing as you getting that promotion that you want. Me getting to Stony Brook is the same thing as you getting that significant other that you really know you're good for. Me getting to Stony Brook is that same thing that you want, whatever your family goes, whatever your goals are. All right figure out the why get deep within yourself the why the why came, for me the why came from the fact that i played at this high school that my parents really busted their ass to send me to and i wanted to make them proud i really did i wanted to make them proud i wanted to make them proud to understand that they didn't waste 
time on me. Not only them, but my coaches as well. All the people that believed in Aswan Crookshank, who was too slow. He he was too he wasn't athletic. He only played one position. He's whatever. He's too stupid. His his grades suck. Great suck. He's not fast enough. What all the shit I heard. He's never gonna be a division one football player. I had all of that working inside of me. And and that's what created the opportunity. That's why I have a bachelor's degree from Stony Brook University. All right. That's why. Because I was listening to all those fucking people who told me I couldn't do shit. Just like the, the guy who ran the motel, right, is telling my, me and my mother that we can't rent a room when we're sitting here telling you, yes, we can. And we did it. We did it. All right. Understand that finding your why, you will create. So there's going to be that knee jerk reaction of people that just want to stay in their comfort zone. They don't want to ruffle any feathers. Hold on to my voice right now. Hold on to the story. Hold on to everything that I tell you guys every single week. Know your why. Write this down. If you haven't written it down, write it down now because it's going to be my final point. Know your why and the how will take care of itself. Got me? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We'll talk more soon. Turn my headphones up. Nothing gonna stop me now, nothing baby I'm here now, we here, it's your world Yeah Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one person front My face on the front page, only if I had one love One girl and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son did Pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151 One sip would probably make me flip See my name in the hieroglyphs, like Osiris and Isis Parables written inside papyruses, acknowledge it We've been all tricked, time to come out of it Seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us Police watch us, roll up and try knocking us one knee, I duck, could it be? My time is up, with my luck, I got up The cop again, bust stop, glass burst A fiend drops his Heineken Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in Black it out as I duck back, forget getting hit This is my hood, I'm a rap To the death of it, to everybody come home Little brothers is grown, hood rats Don't abortion your wound, we need more warriors soon Sit from the stars, sun and the moon And it's life of police chasers, street sweepers and coppers Stick up kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors If you really think you're ready to fly with my power, this is what now is about, brothers. The time is Yo, now. All I need is one mic. One mic. One mic. All I need is one mic. One mic. One mic. That's all I need. All I need is one mic. One mic. All I need. All I need is one mic. One mic. All I need is one cup, one page, and one pen, one prayer Tell God, forgive me for one sin Matter of fact, maybe more than one Look back at all the hatred against me Touch all of them Jesus died at age 33 That's 33 Between 16 apiece, that's 32 Which means one of my thuns was holding 17 27 hit your crew, 6 went into you Everybody gotta die sometime Hope your funeral never get caught up Pain to go through the innocent Nothing is fair, brothers roll up from wheelchairs, my heart is racing, tasting revenge in the air I let this all slide for too many years, too many times Now I'm strapped with a couple of Too many If that people really with me, get busy, load up the Do more than just hold it, explode the Until you empty, there's nothing in our way They bust, we bust, they rust, we rust Flying, feel it, I feel it in my gut That we take these dudes to war Lie them down, cause we stronger now My people's the time is now I need this one mic All I need is one mic. There's nothing else in the world. All I need is one mic.
all I need is one mic. All I need is one life, one try, one rep, I'm one man What I stand for speaks for itself They don't understand and wanna see me on top Too egotistical, talking all that slick stuff But my name is biblical Wonder what my secrets is, enemies move on you Only if they know what your weaknesses I have none Too late I'm mad young, I'm laughing Cause I'm a cool brother, thought I wouldn't have that ass done Food you brothers, what you call it? Infinite brawl, eternal souls clashing War gets deep, some beef is everlasting Complete with thick scars, brothers knifing each other up in prison yard Drama, where does it start? You know the block was ill as a youngster Every night it was like a When we killed, body found in the dumpster For real, a hustler Purchased my range People throwing dirt on my name Jealous cause fiends got they work and complain Women left me cause they thought I was finished Should've knew she wasn't true She came to me when a man caught a sentence Diamonds are blinded I never make the same mistakes Moving with a change of pace Light a load See now the king is straight Swelling my melon Cause none of these brothers real hurt They were telling police How can a kingpin squeal? This is crazy I'm on the right track I'm Finally found, you need some soul searching, the time is now All I need is one mic All I need is one mic That's all I ever needed in this world Cash, all I need is one mic Cars, the jewelry All I need is one mic Spread my voice to the whole world